This is the Living Out Podcast, and I'm your host, Darren Steele. And on this podcast, I help LGBTQ people use their difference to make a difference. I'm a personal leadership coach for gay men. You can also find my publication, Think Queerly, on Medium, where I talk about these issues more broadly, as well as other contributors coming into the magazine, doing the same thing. Now, I mention that because today, my message, the podcast, is about hope. I was thinking about this yesterday in relation to a couple of things, and it's so easy to say when things are really looking awful in the world or when it's very specific, something is happening in your life, maybe you're challenged by a relationship that's on the rocks or broken up, or it's something to do with personal finances, or you are stuck in this limbo of not able to get the job or pursue the career that you want. Really elemental, foundational things. And coming right back to the Living Out podcast You are living in prejudice. You can't live out the best of who you are. You feel like you need to hide yourself in the closet. And to say, well, you have to have hope or it'll get better are empty phrases on the one sense. And that's what I want to talk about because we can hope for change. We can hope for things to get better, but hope alone is really something internalized, it's private, and it's nothing but a wish that eventually will be closeted away, just like someone's desire to express their sexuality and or gender openly and without fear of insult, injury, or retribution. For me, the Living Out podcast is for people who want to make changes in their life, but change in the sense of evolution, change in the sense of improvement. Because if we just change, sometimes we're substituting what was for something new, but that may or may not be an improvement. Being a change maker and the idea of how do we evolve, how do we become better than, that's That's the crux of hope activated. And if you want to be the change you want to see in the world, you probably need the help of more than just your thoughts and ideas alone. And you need to express that hope as action, which is often what I'm doing it might not be every single episode of this podcast, but I'm usually talking about ways in which strategies or structures sometimes. And I realize I could probably help you more as a listener by providing even more perhaps concrete ways in which you can turn hope into action that has an impact and a result. So for hope to be heard and not just to be internalized, you have to speak up. Those with hope need to give voice to what that hope is. You need to share it. You need to communicate with empathy so that people will also feel what you are feeling in the hope that you wish to express for a better world. 
And you need to start a conversation around that hope. You need to stand up sometimes and even physically demonstrate your presence, whether that be at a rally or in a group of people, so that they see you, they recognize you exist, and the hope that you exude can possibly touch the hearts of those people who are being open-hearted and being open-slash-empathetic to hearing what you have to say. So hope in the mind alone is nothing but a folly. Hope expressed with action is the most ethical approach to having an impact and making the world a better place. Last night here in Toronto, I had the privilege of seeing Anderson Cooper, the very well-known, if you don't know, CNN anchor, foreign correspondence, and and now he has a a stint on 60 Minutes. And he gave about a 20-minute just overview where he's come from, who he is, and then there was a host from um, CTV, a local news channel in Canada, in Ontario, um, asking questions in general and asking questions from the audience. The host said, what she and a lot of people really appreciate about Anderson Cooper is that he has empathy. Now, is that maybe also because he's a gay man? I don't know. Empathy tends to be more of a potentially feminine characteristic, but even if it weren't, what he said was interesting. He said he had recently done an interview with Steve Bannon. He was asking about what's going to happen in 2019. And this is the lead up in the United States, of course, to uh, both the Democrats and Republicans choosing their next potential leaders for the 2020 American election. I think Anderson asked Bannon a question of what would he advise Trump or what does he think is going to happen? And Bannon said, Trump needs to go animal. Now, I mention that because for me, that is at extreme odds with a message of hope. Because Trump, even though he's a very problematic and I don't think very well individual, is intelligent enough to know how to read an audience and how to manipulate and how to get what he wants. And that's not leading. That's not what I talk about. That's not what I've talked about in so many episodes of the Living Out show. By him going animal, if that's what he does, and most likely he's already exhibiting some of that with threats that he's making, that's a surefire way that's almost fascist in intention of destroying hope. There is no hope, so follow me because I'm going to like make changes. I'm going to quash the left. I'm going to build a wall. I'm going to close the border. And if people defy me, the people with guns who are angry at the United States are going to rise up and support me. What a horrible, violent suggestion towards scaring the shit out of people such that they will feel hopeless. Cooper also mentioned that when he's been in places where there's been a massacre and a shooter or a killer like Columbine or the horrible events that recently happened in New Zealand, he has a personal policy to never mention the name of those individuals who have killed so many. Instead, he seeks to find out the names of those who were killed and to also understand 
what were the lives? Who were those people before they were killed? And that is what potentiates connecting us in humanity to one another and recognizing that's where the hope is. If we focus only on the name of the killer, that can seem hopeless. Like, what do we do about that person? If we focus on the lives lived and what was the good in those people, that can create quite a shift in our consciousness about how we approach the world that we want to create. And that, for me, is also why conversation is so important. So I want to lead into why hope and conversation are so important and what I'm trying to do in an action-oriented way to help you, the listener, be more proactive with the changes you'd like to make in the world, with the change that you need to be to create that change in the world. And so I've put together something that I'm calling Living Out Membership. Now, not everyone can afford private one-on-one coaching. And wouldn't that be great if we all could? I've paid a phenomenal amount of money for coaches over the years, and it's been worth every penny for me. I've also been members in discussion groups where some were free, some had a, a you know just a very low monthly amount to become part of it. And I'm only one person, but I want to have a bigger impact. I want to share my message of using your difference to make a difference. I want to expand upon what I'm saying here in the podcast and get more involved with people who have something that they'd like to share and expand upon with what I talk about in the different episodes. So after a lot of investigation about, well, should I do a membership site? Should I do this? Should I just ask for donations, perhaps? I recognize asking for donations really doesn't lead to anything. That could be great if somebody says, man, I love what you're doing. Here's something to support you and to keep you going forward with what you're doing and you know, spread your message more far and wide. But to be a change maker, I need to initiate. I know that I work in the world of messaging and being a queer thought leader and working with clients who want to also make a change in the world. I want to involve that more actively with people. And I also recognize that when we do things that don't cost nothing, it's like there's no no skin in the game. It's really easy not to step up and really take action. But when we make a commitment, sometimes when we make a financial commitment, it's like, yeah, I want to make the greatest use of this investment, whether it be $20 a month or whether it be $1,000 a month. So I decided finally on working with Patreon. And if you don't know what Patreon is, It's evolved as a a site that helps creators. So there's musicians, there's YouTubers, there are other podcasters, uh, there are artists that are putting things out there. And the idea is it started with the idea of patronage, where somebody's saying, hey, almost like um, Kickstarter, but that was like a single 
uh, investment from someone who said, yes, I like your product. I want this really cool new device when it comes out and I want to get it at the best price um, when it's finally released. What I'm looking for is the month-to-month involvement that is a kind of patronage, but it's an involvement. So yes, of course, I've got a, a low entry tier for somebody that says, love what you do, and I want you to keep producing and publishing two podcast episodes per week. But then I've got two tiers that I've called critical thinker and change maker. And the critical thinker is you being a supporter of the podcast, but also a participant in the discussion. So you're going to be able to ask questions and make suggestions and interact with me about the topics that I speak about here on a a messaging, a voice and text chat app called Discord. Now, I want to mention why I'm using that as opposed to Facebook. I am on Facebook, but I find Facebook problematic for a couple of reasons. One, you don't always see the conversations. And Facebook has been honestly very problematic, both on a technical level and on a ethical level for quite some time about how they're taking your information, about how they're making it too easy for fake news and... It's not the best place to interact, and it can also be highly distracting. So on the Discord channel, we can be more insular and we can stay focused. The next tier or the next level up from Critical Thinker is what I call the change maker. So you get access to the Discord app as well in the discussion. But what I'm going to be offering in addition will be two or three live interactive video conferences per month. And if you can't attend those, I will record them as well. But there will be an opportunity to decide on what are the questions, and I may address them in in detail, or it may be interactive where people can just ask questions or we'll have sort of a a go-around. And that in some ways is kind of experimental because what I want to achieve and what I want to help other people is that even if we get into upsetting or problematic territory, the ground rules will be that there will be no bullying, no name-calling, no losing of tempers. It will be very much up to me to help lead and guide so that we can learn more about how to make these changes in the world, especially when many of these conversations we might walk into will have an aspect of discomfort may already be a little bit heated, but how can we bridge those gaps? How can we walk into those situations and make the changes and be the change that we want to see in the world? Now, I have two higher tiers that are for individuals who really see incredible value in what I'm doing and and literally want to become producers of the show uh, and support me at a much higher level. But you can find out all the information two ways. I will include a link in the show notes. Or you can just go over to my website, darrensteel.com slash membership, and the membership menu item is at the top page of, of my website. And I look forward to your involvement. If you have any questions, feel free to leave me a comment on the episode notes um, on my webpage, and I would be happy to answer. But I look forward to this growth 
this momentum, this movement forward with living out. Because for me, like I said, to help you use your difference to make a difference, for what I want to see happen in the world, for greater LGBTQ equality, and I should back up and say it's not just greater equality I want. I want a world where difference is honored and respected, that we actually see a flip, but a flip in the most positive way, that you can be who you want to be, but people can approach your difference in a questioning way. It's like, oh, that's so interesting. Tell me about that. Imagine that world. I don't think it's going to happen in my generation, but we can certainly do the work to move towards it. And I look forward to you becoming an active participant in taking what are your hopes and your dreams for a better world and turning them into action so you can be a change maker, so you can live out the best of who you are and make a difference and become part of the evolutionary change in the world. As always, live out and live proud.